Hello, welcome to Interdependent Study, our podcast where we engage in the learning and unlearning work for social justice and collective liberation. I'm Aaron. That you are. Mm-hmm. I'm Damien. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today is a special episode. We're going to reflect on the year we've spent doing this here podcast. Yes. Uh, so today we're going to talk about some of our top moments we've had throughout the year. Um, they could be based on something meaningful we read or watched or a moment on the podcast itself, either in front of the mic or maybe behind the scenes. Absolutely. It's kind of uh, incredible that we have another year under our belt. Of yeah, this podcast. year two. Year two. So uh, we're so excited to do this. We have each sort of independently prepared a list of five moments that stood out to us uh, so we could sit here at the table and discuss them together. Yeah. Uh, as we did last year, we haven't shared our list with each other, so there could be some overlap. Might be. Uh, but um, it's definitely, it, this was so much fun last year, and I had a lot of fun earlier today putting my list together and thinking about all the work we've put into this year, this podcast, and and really thinking about all the ways we've learned and unlearned and been challenged and have grown mm-hmm. um, as a result of, of, of what we've done here. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think this is such a fun thing to do, uh, whether you have a podcast or not. Ah, um, yes. I will say we we stole this from some of our favorite, um, uh, I don't know, podcasters. I guess they, that they um, are. <laughs> yeah, um, Mister Mister Rhett and Link on uh, Ear Biscuits. Yes. Um, so this is our version of of that idea of reflecting on the year. Um, and thinking about the, those top moments, um, we have focused in on our podcast rather than sort of personal things. Um, but uh, yeah, still a great reflective exercise to do. So yeah, how about you go first with number five, and then we'll trade back and forth. Okay. That sound good? Very good. Uh, but first, hey. this is a celebratory exercise, in yes. my opinion. Yes. So I think we should celebrate with a beer. Does Let's sound good? do it. Sound good? Okay. <laughs> So folks know we yeah. actually just cracked open a beer there. We sure did. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. And we also took a sip there. So <laughs> took a sip off mic. You're welcome. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So you say I'm starting, right? You're yeah. All you right. First. So my moment number five. Um, you know, I think um, I may have done this last year, so I'm going to go ahead and, and own that. And it might <laughs> you be, didn't check. And it might be cliche to to do, but I I, I definitely think a highlight. Uh, moment for me from this year was our very first episode uh, mm. of 2022, right? So uh, it's kind of wild to think that that was episode number 51. Yeah. Uh, and we took some time off after the holidays and all of that. And so it came out at the end of January. Um, and so that was a good opportunity for us to just have some quality time off after the holidays and help us get back into the swing of things. But I just remember feeling so excited to be back. Um, you know, I think we had a lot of energy after doing the, the podcast thing for, for a whole year. Um, and, you know, just the idea of us working so hard at growing it and making it this thing that I know we're super, we're both super proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a memorable moment for me for all of those reasons, but it was also memorable because we talked about Astra Taylor's book, mm-hmm. Remake the World, Essays, Reflections, Rebellions, right? Yeah, it's a good one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember loving that book so much. And, um, you know, if I'm being 
honest, I was a bit shocked that I would like it as much as I did because it was such a, and I can't remember who brought it. It might've been me, but I think maybe you found it. Uh, but it was this wide ranging collection of essays. Yeah. Um, and she had such an interesting or has such an interesting writing style. And so I remember initially when I cracked it open kind of thinking it might be difficult for me to get into, um, if, if that makes any sense, but we, I think we both really enjoyed it <laughs> and we took yeah. so much from it. She talked about, speaking of wide range, she talked about politics, democracy, technology, social conditions, um, economic justice, uh, systems and institutions, uh, education and higher education and the environment, um, mm -hmm. the rise of socialism, right? Like so much and, and just so many aspects of our collective humanity uh, in in this country, but also acro across the globe. Um, and I just thought it was a really incredible book, and I thought it was great how she invited us as the, the reader to really think about these issues and how we could work to make positive change in our society. Mm -hmm. um, so it just was, as I said, a really great book, and it was a great way to sort of kick off 2022 with the podcast, and, um, you know, it got us back into the swing of things. And so... Yeah. Yeah, that was my number five moment. Mm, yeah, I like that. That was um, uh, that Asher Taylor's book did not make my list, um, but it was, I, I would say, probably an honorable mention yes. um, for me. So, um, yeah, good stuff. I All like right. it. We've kicked um, off. Yeah. Number five for you now. My number five is um, what I called media variety. Okay. Um, we brought some new kinds of stuff. Yeah. Resource guides, toolkits, curriculum. Oh, um, etc. So we brought and talked about some of the kinds of things that organizations are who are working toward collective liberation in a variety of ways. Um, we brought the stuff that they're creating. Yes. Um, you know, the surge toolkit from scarcity to oh, solidarity so comes good. to my mind. Mm -hmm. um, but so does interrupting criminalizations beyond courts. Yeah. Um, that website and, and broader resource. Uh, and so is this actually an abolitionist strategy or proposal and prison industrial complex 101. I believe those last two are also interrupting criminalization. Yep. Um, or at least partnered with that. Right. Um, <clears throat> but there's some really great stuff being created um, outside of articles or documentaries by mainstream publications. Yes. Um, and you know, I, and I think us talking about those, us learning from them, um, is just a really great way for us to like expand the ways that we're learning stuff. Right? Yes. Like, totally. um, yeah, there's only so much you can learn from, you know, this, this stuff as great as it is, uh, from like, HBO documentaries, right. right? Like they're, they're, they're going to be, uh, there's going to be some limitations in how they present stuff. Of course. Um, so yeah, that, I think that's, that's a, that was a great thing. And I, I, you know, part of it is I think we are in small ways interacting with those organizations Ooh, yes. um, who are doing work we admire, you know, I mean, Surge made a whole reel, um, featuring, this very show and they post did. it on Instagram. They did. Um, and, you know, interrupting criminalization. Other groups are always interacting with us as well through whatever social media platform that might be on that week um, as we talk through what they're learning from them, uh, what we are learning from them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's another piece of it that is um, fun. 
Yes. Um, and, and a highlight is that kind of interaction <clears throat> from us to like these organizations who are doing work we we really like and admire and are learning from. I love that. Right. And I think what it I love that so much because I think that in so many ways you talk about we admire those organizations and we do and it's our way of interacting with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also these are the the organizations that are out there in the streets and at mm-hmm. the forefront and in the courts and and doing the advocacy work. Right. And so you're yeah. right. Like when you talk about. I think you make a really good point there when we talk about some of the documentaries we watched or the books we read, like sometimes like like getting this information directly from the source in a way. Right. And these organizations uh, was so profound and powerful for us. And I think we loved mm-hmm. all of those reports and websites and zines and, 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 and the like that we we interacted with. So, yeah. Yeah. So cool. Good, stuff. good. Good one. I like that. Very good. Um, all right, so we're on number four, right? Mm-hmm. So this is kind of related, but not really, and really only related sort of in the idea of the topic, I guess. One of the topics that we talked about a lot this year uh-huh. uh, that was a memorable moment for me in sort of totality, drum roll please, uh, was abolition. Mm, okay. All right. That's my number one. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I love it. This was very hard to pick five four three two one like also yeah the sequencing is also yeah always odd yeah right so i don't know i think it's really awesome that we talk about abolition we talked about abolition so much and that we dedicated so much of our podcast to abolition it's something that we both so deeply believe in right and i think Mm -hmm. we see as the the best way forward um for getting us to the place and the places that we need to be as a society, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, you know, throughout the year, we talked about lots of abolitionist ideas and practices and strategies um, in many different ways, right, throughout the year. But I think some of my most memorable moments from this year were the times when, uh, if this makes sense, abolition was the true topic of conversation for us at the table, right? Yeah. And so, yep. like, as an example, we talked about Haymarket Books panel of the authors of the book Abolition Feminism Now back in episode 54, back in February. I like to drop the episode and the month so you can go back and you can listen. Um, and mm-hmm. and that, I think, got a super He's excited. assigning homework along the way, folks. <laughs> I did. I am. Um, and I think that panel just got us really super excited to read the book, yeah. right? And then mm-hmm. we actually did read the book and we talked about it in episode 62 in May. And and I think that book, Abolition Feminism Now, was so profound to both of us in so many ways in terms yeah. of our, you know, just learning and understanding of abolition and feminism and uh, how we hold abolitionist views around what's best for um, our society and, and how we're working towards social justice and, and collective liberation. So, um, I think just this idea that we talked about abolition and, and I just wanted to pull those two, two episodes out in particular uh, was a highlight for me. And I want to do more of that in 2023. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. At, so at this point, do you talk about it being your number one? Yeah. Yeah. I probably yeah. should have talked about it before you did, but we're figuring this out as we go. Absolutely. Um, so last year, what I, one of the things that I, I shared as one of my top moments is that, we got to be pretty radical in our conversations and the topics that we explored. I remember that, um, yes. And so I wanted to continue that a little bit. Um, and we talked about some form of abolition of the prison industrial complex and policing in 13 episodes this year. Wow. Um, That's awesome. And the the conversation touched on different parts of abolition each time. 
um, because there's so much to it to discuss and continue to learn about um, and so much about how our current system operates mm. um, that I think we all need to sort of scrutinize and uh, unlearn in some ways. And so much of what we know to be true uh, is not necessarily fixed in stone. Um, and, but it's the only way that we have seen things work. So we think that it is. We think yes. that it's permanent. We think yes. it's immovable. Um, and I think when we spend time considering all of these pieces of it, we can create something. We can create visions for something new. Um, and so I think that's one of the one of the top things for me this year is is spending the time that we did on abolition. Um, you know, you think about our episodes are like thirty. We'll just round down average. and say average 30 minutes. Yep. That's six and a half hours um, right, of time that we spent talking about. I love um, that. Talk, talking specifically about abolition. Um, so, yeah, that's that was um, that was my number one. That was your number one. Mm-hmm. Sorry to, to bring you there so soon. That's all right. I love that's it. That's all right. Yeah, I'm glad that it was on both of our lists. Mm-hmm. So cheers to that. What are, we, what are we drinking, by the way? We mm-hmm. should tell the people what we're drinking just in case. Um, Yep, this they is want from it. a Baltimore brewery called Nepenthe. Yes. Um, and it's called Space Jellyfish. Such a crazy name. Yeah, but it's uh, an India Pale Ale. Yes, or, or IPA, as the kids call it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, it's delicious, folks. Yep. Um, all right, so wait. So that was my number four, and you're number one. Mm-hmm. Do you now do three? Should I do three? How no, I got to do number four still. Oh, you still have to do number four? Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh-huh. then... Back to you, my friend. Okay. Uh, my number four is exterminate all the brutes. Ah, um, well, well, well. Yeah. So this was a heavy documentary. Yes. Um, and brilliant. Uh, you know the way that, and we talked about this when we had the episode. Um, the way that the archival footage and photographs cut with, you know, reenactment footage by actors and Raoul Peck's narration throughout everything just blends together in this really powerful way. Yes. Um, and I think there are pieces of that history. Um, that I learned that will stick with me for a very long time, Absolutely. if not if not forever. Yeah. Um, and because there was so much in this documentary, our discussion was really great and in depth. Um, and we, you know, we spent two two episodes on it. We sure did. Um, and we each took different things from it. And so, I, you know, I think it was a, a really great documentary. And it's one of the things that sticks out in my mind of of what we discussed this year. And one of the things that sticks out in my mind is like something that I watched this year. Um, yes. So, yeah. I love it. Number Can four I, for me. That's number four for you? Mm-hmm. Well, it might be number two for me. Mm. Yeah. And I should say, oh, I shucks. when I thought about my number two, I sort of expanded it a little bit. So let me, let me share a little bit about what was on my mind here. I think for me, we watched a lot of documentaries this year. Right. We did. Yeah. Um, and so I when I was putting together this list, I, I wanted to include the fact that we watched a lot of documentaries um, and, and sort of talk about that in this conversation today, because all of them, I think, were incredible. Um, yeah. And I want to name some of them. We we watched films about some truly amazing social justice activists like Rosa Parks and mm-hmm. Frederick Douglass and John Lewis. And, mm-hmm. you know, we watched documentaries that explore topics from, you know, socioeconomic issues and, and the wealth gap to youth yeah. activism, to the NRA, uh, to mm-hmm. activism around abortion rights, which yep. became James. so huge this year. Um, 
and even a film about the NFL, right? So uh, a lot. And it's crazy because as I just said that list to you, like I, I'm struggling to th- with the fact that I didn't put the John Lewis documentary on the list because, and it was called John Lewis, Good Trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you haven't watched it, go watch it because it just, it was incredible. And just thinking That's about the good. impact that John had on our lives um, and, and, and the movement, um, outstanding. But um, I, I, I honed in and I focused on Exterminate All the Brutes. Um, and if you want to go back and listen, it was episodes 75 and 76 <laughs> back in August. Um, but you're right. I think Ralph Peck's narration, both just his tone of voice, <laughs> yeah. but also um, his narration and what he brought to that film and um, sort of the work he did to center the experiences of the most impacted of the folks most impacted by the violence and the these moments and movements throughout the world's history yeah was just so powerful and so profound and I'm with you like I can distinctly remember the days that I sat on my couch and watched them and we had some text conversations about it and and some snapchats and yeah. some and just some like you know holy hell <laughs> like this was life-changing um, in so many ways. And you spoke about just the learning that we did um, through that film. Um, it was great. So to me, it was, it, was, it was worth us talking about here. And I'm glad it also made both of our lists. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. So what happens now? Yeah, uh, now we're to your number three, I believe. My number three. Yeah. All right. Um, so my number three, I think I wanted to spend some time acknowledging, um, and I know this was the experience for you too, but we did a lot of learning and unlearning work this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and this is me being a bit vulnerable here. I feel like I, I did some really good, at times difficult, I mean, we just talked about exterminating all the brutes, um, and just solid learning throughout the year through all of the, the, the pieces we brought to the table this year. Uh, but I also found myself challenged by some of the media that we brought to the table this year, if mm. that makes sense, right? So sure. the things I thought about, we read our first ever, I think, our first ever scholarly journal article this year by mm. Erica Miners. It was on the topic yeah. of uh, ending the school-to-prison pipeline back in June. Um, and so there was just some in-depth learning that I did there. Uh, we also watched a great lecture lecture by our friend Dr. Robin D.G. Kelly uh, at Haymarket Books uh, Socialism 2022 conference back in October, episode 84. And I think I said this in the episode. I certainly said it to you. I'm pretty sure I said this in the episode too, but that talk challenged me a lot, <laughs> um, hmm. uh, both in terms of the content being just very intellectual. I actually, I know I talked about it because I made the comment that I felt like a sociology undergrad and it was like, yep. felt like a graduate level course, um, when I sort of had my first pass at it. But I think the way in which Dr. Kelly talked about the impact of socialism as a philosophy and as a movement for change, it just, it was so eye-opening and provided me with such an incredible um, learning uh, as a result. And so um, I, I've, I feel changed as a result of that. Um, but we also had some challenging moments too, right? And so, and, and I think some of these come from a personal lens, right? We talked about police reform in the aftermath of Amir Locke's murder at the hands of the police back mm-hmm. in February. And we talked about 
the mass murder of those folks in Buffalo by an avowed white supremacist back in May, right? Mm, And so those were really difficult and challenging episodes. I remember having off mic conversations with you and sort of crying about them. Like they were significant moments. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, I, but I, to me, what's so great about this podcast and why I show up week in and week out is I think these conversations are so important, right. And they're so necessary in the work that we do. And yeah. this podcast is a great sort of space that I look forward to coming to, to have these conversations and to get to have them with one of my best friends. is just a great bonus on top of that. But all of that to say, like, there's just so much learning and unlearning work and, and, and this idea of being challenged for me felt like just um, a totality of a moment that I Mm -hmm. wanted to acknowledge from, from this year that I just appreciated so much. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think the, um, I think the year was challenging. Yes. Right. So I'm like, going to sip a beer the, as you say it's that. The, I think we, we challenge ourselves in some ways intellectually, um, but also like, you know, in some ways we were also pushing ourselves emotionally in, in different ways. Yes. But then also like just the things that were happening throughout the year did that. Yes. Too. Um, so it wasn't, <clears throat> it wasn't you or me doing that to, you know, ourselves or each other, it was just what was happening and reacting to the world. Yeah. The world or like, you know, personal things going on. Like there was just, there's a lot of things happening. Um, so yeah, I I appreciate that. And Um, I appreciate again, being in this space with you to do that. So thanks for that. Absolutely. Thank you. So number three for you. Number three for me right. um, is Elite Capture yes. by Olufemi Taiwo. Yes, I thought uh, you would have this book on your list. I knew I it. I loved it. Yes, um, you did. I read this book in the midst of a family vacation in about a day and a half. Um, <laughs> I was also like, this was a period in the year where I was just a reading fiend. Um, and... So I, I got through it quickly because I was just in that zone. Yes. Um, and it was so thought provoking. Yes. That I kind of want to read it again now, mm. just a few months later. But this concept that he writes about elite capture is so present in our lives. Um, I even think there's a way to consider it in the connection to our last conversation about the article about U- European soccer. Yes. Um, considering oh, yeah. the working class history of the sport and those clubs. Yep, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, we said this in the episode I, to some degree, but elite capture is important to know and understand so we can spot it when it's happening. Yes. Um, and as a reminder, it's when, quote, the advantaged few steer resources and institutions that could serve the many toward their own narrower interests and aims. Um, and I think that's the that's the simple way to think about the concept. Um, and I think there's so many examples of how that happens in the world around us that, you know, reading about it and finding those examples and thinking about the way that he presented them, um, I thought was really awesome. It was yes. just excellent. Um, so Elite Capture, my number three. I love it. Mm-hmm. I knew you would bring that book. And so I, it's an honorable mention for me because I was like, I would bet the house uh, that Aaron's going to bring it. And I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. And it's worth, if you haven't read it, read it. Uh, it is a relatively short book. Um, it's it is. Not, it's yeah, not, it's like 180 pages. Yeah. So you can do it. Uh, but it was 
it was incredible. It was absolutely yeah. incredible. And I appreciate the knowing about that concept and um, thinking about how it applies to not only our daily lives, but also this work that we're engaged in. And so um, bravo. I can't wait to read more stuff by him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we also discovered that he wrote like three books. Like, yes. Well, he released three books this year. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, there's there's more to read from um, Dr. Olufemi Taiwo. I don't know. I Hopefully I'm not stealing your later thunder here. But one of the things I do want to do, and I think I've said this to you, but I'm going to say it on here so that folks can hold us accountable to this, is that there it's like we need to read his other books. We need and there's yeah. so many folks that we have engaged with on this podcast that have written and produced and done other things that we've said we're going to get to that. And so I think 2023 might be a year of us getting to that. Yeah. Um, and I want that to mm -hmm. happen for us. So yeah. Sorry. As an aside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So where are we now? Why am I getting confused? I, don't, I just, uh, I just said my number three and my number two was related was to your number three. Four. four yeah exterminate all the brutes right so all i have left is my number one all right well all i have left is my number two okay um so my number two great is taking breaks when we need it <laughs> shut the front door yeah is that your number one yes wow <laughs> all right well how about no no I, yeah let's yeah how about what you want to talk <laughs> do you want to talk about it first or do that's you want me to go wild yeah what yeah, yeah. are you serious mm -hmm. that's that's what i called it Taking breaks when we needed it. Wow. So it's funny because I struggled with whether or not to include this, even though I know this falls within the concept. And, you know, hell, this is my podcast. So if I wanted to talk about it's it, I could. our podcast. How dare you? Oh, you hear what I deal with, folks. <laughs> Help. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I, it, it's, just the, it's just the idea that I wouldn't necessarily call it a moment. Um, but to me, it was important to acknowledge this. It's part of our process. Like. That's my word I have right here in all yeah. caps is process, right? It's yeah. a, it, it, sp it speaks to not only our year, but our process and the way in which we work together mm. to make this yeah. podcast. Um, and I also was thinking about it in terms of where we're going. So when I looked back at sort of, we have this episode tracker, um, I, for one thing was just amazed at how many episodes we've produced this year and, and, you know, this just the wide range of topics we've talked about. Um, so that was awesome. But the thing I was going to name and want to name is the fact that we took a lot of breaks this year too, right? Yep. Yeah. And for me, I think what I wanted to acknowledge about this is that in the moment, for whatever reason, we didn't release an episode in a particular week. There were times, and it certainly wasn't every time, but there were times where like, for example, it may have been my quote unquote fault, right? That we mm -hmm. didn't get to record that week. Um, but what was so wonderful was in those moments, I would just go to you and say, I'm not ready or we're not recording or life is lifing, right? And mm -hmm. the response on the other side from you was always, we're good. It's okay. Yeah. Hush, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, and I just really appreciated that um, and appreciate that about our working and personal relationship um, uh, in, in this work and and that we're truly in this thing together, right? Yeah. So that's um, why it's our podcast. That is why it's <laughs> our podcast. And he's always got jokes, folks. So uh, that's also why I'm here. So quick with the quips. Quick with the quips. Say that ten times fast. I so um, yeah, I wanted. I I was I was struck by like I said, like 
opening that spreadsheet, looking at, wow, we did a lot of great things. And I think there was like a stretch where we released 14 weeks of episodes in a row, like over three months in a row, which is uh, to me was just (laughs) very impressive. Um, But we also took some breaks and really Mm -hmm. it was the idea that that's okay. And um, we were supportive of each other when those things happened. And um, I I appreciate that. I want to connect it to something in the future, but I want to hear what Mm. you have to think about or you have to say about that. This is wild to me that you said that. Well, so um, this is what I have. These are the notes I took. Yeah. So this is episode number 91 of our little podcast here. so you don't have to go back in time to listen to it because you're probably listening to it now. Right. That's um, how it works. Yeah. <laughs> released in December 2022. Yep. Um, so for those keeping track at home, which might just be us, that means we've done 41 episodes this year, right? Yes. It's the 41st episode of this year. Yep. Last year we did 50. Yes. Right? Because that's how math works when you get to 91. Yes. We did 41 this year. It means 50 came last year. Yeah. Because we only started... Uh, crazily enough, on January 6th, yes, 2021 wow. is when we released that first episode. So, you know, I'm really proud of, of having done 50 episodes last year, um, getting those recorded and released. I don't feel that attachment to the quantity, to the number of episodes we have. Last year, I remember talking to you at the end of the year and being like, we can get to 50. I think we should try it. Yes. Um, and we did. And we did. Um, and that was a great idea. And it was yeah. wonderful. Just because yeah. it was like, well, it's fun. Like 50, nice round number. Like, yep. Good first year. It was great. Like, it means we took two weeks off. We took more than that last week. Like, But anyway, um, I, I think there were several times this year when we just didn't have the time or the mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. to get our stuff together. Yes. Um, and so, as you said, it might have been, quote unquote, your fault that week. There were several weeks, especially recently, where it was on me. Um, And, you know, we both were like, yeah, it's fine. Like giving each other the grace to not be ready Um, because, you know, this isn't this isn't our full time gig. Yes. um, In life or, you know, in wage work or otherwise. So. Right. um, Yeah, I feel like we did a good job not putting pressure on ourselves or each other to meet this, you know, at the end of the day, arbitrary deadline. Yes. And gave ourselves to the space to rest when we needed it. And, um, you know, if we're also being honest, it wasn't usually rest that kept us from being ready. (laughs) I'm glad you acknowledged that. It definitely wasn't. It wasn't rest. It was like this week was just nonstop. And I didn't have... I didn't have time to sit down and read the very short article that we were talking about this week yep. and then reflect on. I just, I, I couldn't get it didn't done. Have it. Um, and so, yeah, we, we gave each other the grace um, to do that and to take the space and the time that we needed to actually, you know, not rush through something. There it is. Um, yes. But to, to do it well. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's why it was my, um, so, so high up on my list, um, is cause I think it speaks to our process. It speaks to our relationship and ability to work together. As you yeah. said, it, it speaks to all of that stuff. And I think that it's a great, um, a great thing to highlight about our year, um, doing this work together. That makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I think one of the ways in which I was trying to process what it might mean for us or just where we're going, right. It's, it, to me, it's just, it's one of the reasons why 
I love doing this and I love working with you to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just, it makes me excited to continue to do this with you. Um, I, it also, I don't know why I, I randomly thought about our Spotify wrapped thing. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And I think that was so cool. You showed it to me while we were at work and I just was like yelling about it <laughs> in the office. Like it was so cool. And, um, so like that relates to this, but you know, I think, and I, I know we both are just excited to continue to do this podcast, to grow it and grow our audience. We have ideas around hopefully bringing on guests. You don't have to keep just hearing our voices. We want to invite other voices into this space. And, you know, we just want to take this thing to the next level. So I'm just really excited about what their future holds for us. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to, and this was a great example of of why and the fact that it's on both of our lists i'm just i can't wait to <laughs> talk about this afterwards um just makes me excited about the fact that we do this and mm -hmm. so um mm -hmm. i love it i love it i love yeah. it yeah well that was this a good time to share this the last episode just kidding, just kidding. Though. oh gosh uh hot <laughs> off the presses it even to me what yeah no um this was a great exercise. Yeah. I, this see, is good. I, yeah. This is great. I, you know, in all, in all transparency, pulling the curtain back, it was like, oh, we should probably record this episode, mm -hmm. you know, before the holidays get to us. And, and I, this morning was like, I don't know that I'm going to be ready. Um, but I was super excited to reflect on the year and I'm glad yeah. we did this. And, this has been fun. So, mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, let me close this out here with some thoughts. Uh, we certainly, first and foremost, want to thank you all for listening today and all year and even last year. Some of you are new to us. Uh, thank you for listening and joining us on this ride that is interdependent study. I want us to look forward to 2023. So, uh, uh I am up first in the year. That's kind of cool. I'm the first one up. There Let's remember that. Yeah. I feel special. Uh, so for our first episode in 2023, I'm going to bring a report to the table for us. Uh, so it's got a lengthy name here. So the report, sure does. <laughs> the report is called Criminalizing Blackness, an analysis of the impacts of the 1994 crime bill and the 1996 immigration bill on black people and policy recommendations to address the harms caused. And so this report was produced by our friends over at Movement for Black Lives, and they worked alongside uh, a few different organizations, including UndocuBlack, Black Alliance for Just Immigration, uh, and Law for Black Lives. Um, and so here's, I just copy and pasted what uh, the Movement for Black Lives had to say about the report. So let me read that to you. They say, quote, in this report, we take a close look at how the 1994 crime bill paved the way for the 1996 Immigration Reform and Immigration Responsibility Act and the Anti-Terrorism and Effective Death Penalty Act. Sheesh. We must understand the expansive ripple effect these bills have had on criminal and immigration systems in this country. This knowledge gives us the tools to dismantle what harms us. We cover the many ways they're still impacting our communities today and what could be done to address the anti-blackness in both our criminal legal system and civil immigration system. Mm. So it's a, it's like a 16-page report. Uh, you can find it on the Movement for Black Lives website. Um, they sent it out. Uh, I got it by email a few weeks ago, so I've been really like itching to bring this to the table and wanting to read it. And so I'm excited for it to be the very first thing we talk about in 2023. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the um, there are so many ways 
that those bills that they talk about, the crime bill and immigration reform and like impacted our world like then and up through including today. Yes. Um, it's contributed so much to like mass incarceration. It's mm -hmm. contributed, right? Um, so all of these pieces are influencing the world we live in today. And I think it's really important to unpack that <clears throat> and understand it and also reckon with the like who are the people involved in like Ooh. getting it move right. Like who are the players this is on, the actors? Right. Yep. This is this is on the record of some people who are um considered in some ways progressive today and so that's yep. that's something to to grapple with too anyway i th i think i'm excited to read this and and talk about it here um in our first episode next year i love it all right well with that as always you know what i'm going to ask you to do but in case you forgot please follow us leave a rating and review share our podcast with all the people in your life follow us on the socials Check us out everywhere we are. Sign up for our email list to get notified about any new things we've got going on behind the scenes. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, for following, for reviewing, for clicking, <laughs> for liking, yes. for all the things. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off now. Uh, so we'll be back with a fresh episode for your feed, for your ears on January 18th. Uh, we are so looking forward to 2023 uh, and continuing this process of learning and unlearning. Hey. And remember, it's not about us, but it is about us. And we'll talk to you next time. Yes. Cheers. Cheers.